Welcome to the Deep Fried Bets Podcast. Oh my. Blake and Boomer are here for all of your weekly winners. Oh my. Let's fatten up your wallet. All right, my friends. Welcome back to the Deep Fried Bets Podcast. Uh, episode five, week five, if you will, uh, or week four of the NFL season, week five of the college football season. It's Blake, it's Boomer. We're back for another winning weekend. Boomer, how is it going on this fine Wednesday evening? Man, it's uh, we're rolling with the tide right now. Are you? You don't really roll with the tide, though. I do whenever they're making money, though. Okay. So you're back to being a fair weather uh, sports fan again. It's, it's like high school or middle school all over again. Well, I just uh, – I like seeing $20 bills coming out of the ATM, and um, I support those. Those people and colleges that help fund that. I thought that we were a cashless society at this point. Is that have we gone back to ATMs? Oh uh, well, yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm a big ATM guy. Okay, you don't like just going hanging out at ATM? I don't. No, that sounds kind of weird. That sounds like how you might can get shot. I, I'll be honest, nice. I might see this being how the show opened, but I like it. I like where the direction this is headed in. Yeah, just get you go sit on the stoop and maybe <laughs> take a Miller Lite with you and. Just hang out with an ATM. We don't endorse Miller Lite. We don't endorse anyone until they sponsor us. But Stoop Kid, uh, yeah, you said you mentioned the Stoop. That was Hey Arnold brings back, you know, Hey Football Head. We're a Football Head, Hey Arnold type podcast here. Um, so yeah, welcome back. This is Blake. This is Boomer. That's that's an intro for you. Um, we are going to be breaking down. We'll just go ahead and give you the rundown today. Or tonight, we're recording on a Wednesday night, so we'll probably drop Thursday morning in time for the Thursday night games. You're welcome. Um, we've got uh, – we'll kind of go over last week a little bit, give you our records, which were immaculate, by the way. Uh, we'll talk about a few games. We're going to have like a little hottest take, take a palooza thing, just kind of the one thing that stood out most from the weekend. And then, you know, we'll hit on a, a few other things. And then we'll get to our scheduled games, which are going to be like the marquee games throughout the weekend – stuff you're going to be watching again not always our favorite games throughout the weekend but we're still going to give you some some advice and because you're going to want to have action on them they're going to be on the tv tv at the bar whatever so be on the lookout for those and at the end what we have is called our vault uh so be our four favorite non-scheduled games and then we have our stone cold steve austin lock of the week so a lot of good stuff there uh you know college and nfl and whatever else you know boomer might have for you to throw out, you know, as alternative investments. So uh let's let's get to last week. I went nine and three. Boomer went eight and four. Uh I went four and oh in my vault. I did lose my Stone Cold Steve Austin like of the week. UMass, not very good. Uh Boomer went three and one in his vault, and he did win his Stone Cold Steve Austin like of the week, uh James Madison. So overall. I don't think I've updated yours, but all right. So you are 29 and 22 on the year, and I am 32, 17, and one, 65% winning percentage. Uh, you are 11 and five in your vault and three and one in your locks. I am 12 and three in my vault, 80% winning percentage, not too shabby, and two and two in the lock. Got to, got to improve those numbers. But uh, I mean, I mean, that that's pretty unbelievable. Those, those are thousand dollar picks that that people are getting each week for the yeah. price of on the house. And I, I didn't realize that we had registered as a uh, nonprofit organization, but I, I uh, it's really showing right now. It is, you know, you've been bringing up UNICEF the first few weeks. I don't know. Well, all right, we're not going to get into that, but we are doing the people a lot of good out there. Uh, maybe not quite UNICEF worthy, but we are doing a lot of good. Uh, again, this is free, free 99. Uh, so tell your friends just, I mean, all you got to do, Click it up, listen to the sweet, sweet music of our voices. We we got you through the weekend, and we pad your checkbook a little bit. Um, so, yeah, last week, really, really good. We're going to continue it this week, I have no doubts, uh, even though it is kind of a weird slate. Um, so, yeah, week three NFL, week four of the college football season was last weekend. Uh, all right, boom. So what, what's your take of Palooza here? What's the, the one big takeaway you had from last week? Let's, let's go hot take here if you can. I mean, there's only one take to be had, and it's uh, James Madison's winning the uh, Sun Belt East. They just 
they got a lot of dog in them, and uh, I respect the hell out of it. Okay, you gotta love that comeback. That's as gritty as hell. Yeah, and, they were uh, down. What was it? Twenty eight three. Twenty eight three. Yeah, at Came App back. State. I don't know if there are any ties to Atlanta and New England there, but. You know, we'll pretend like there are. So, yeah, they come back from down 28 to 3. My my take of Palooza, hot take, is Auburn Jesus is back and better than ever. And good Lord, I don't know if y'all watched the game on Saturday. Auburn versus Missouri, you didn't go, did you? Uh, no, no, I, I just so. uh, it was going to be too raucous for the family. So, yeah. I decided to hang back. I don't know if anybody could handle that a little too much. Uh, it was on Van Pelt's bad beat. I was like, this is good money line. Uh, my wife was out and about, she didn't see it. And then I showed her the Van Pelt. She's like, oh my God. I was like, yeah. I was like, this is Auburn Jesus, like in his finest form. So, I'm I'm now scared, uh, terrified. Thankfully, Alabama and Auburn are in Tuscaloosa, but there's no telling what's going to happen. The LSU game this weekend, just that's appointment television. It's not on our scheduled games because I I just don't know that we can really pick with pick these Auburn games right now. It's just there's too much going on. So um well, I don't know what the hell you're talking about because that game was never in doubt. So never in I doubt. Mean, never in doubt. At, I, I, at the end of the day, I think I saw uh an additional one in the win column this week for Auburn. Three and one. Yep, three and one. So um that was interesting. The uh, the Auburn LSU game this weekend, like I said, absolute appointment television. Uh, NFL, eh, you know, the weekend before we kind of had all those crazy comebacks last week. It sucks because, you know, even with like a mediocre slate uh, at noon and three o'clock, you can still like have some fond memories of the day. But then you get what you got on Sunday night and then followed up by Monday night's game. You know, the uh, Broncos, 49ers on Sunday, and then Cowboys-Giants Monday night. What what the hell are we doing? Like, we, can we start flexing this? Why the hell are these people paying all this money and they're stuck with these matchups? Like, this week, uh, Chiefs-Bucks, that one should be somewhat entertaining. Um, we'll get to that a little later. But, like, why are we not being able to flex these games? Like, nobody wants to watch Cowboys-Giants on Monday night. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm tired of it. You don't have to watch it. No, of course you have to There's watch. There's plenty of stuff going on. I I can't remember what I watched on Monday, but uh, it definitely wasn't the Giants game. I watched a little of Aaron Judge trying to break the record. He finally broke it, by the way, in case we're breaking news. Uh, or he didn't break it. He tied Roger Maris for the seventh most home runs ever hit in a season. So Talking about annoying as hell, that popping yeah. up during the all Oh, game, yeah, I man. Oh, I was good. I didn't even that. know what the hell he was going for. I was like, is he breaking some record right that here? Doesn't surprise me. You probably actually didn't know that, did you? No, no I had no clue. Yeah. So that's so why are they that. showing this random Yankees game right now? <laughs> they popped up in the middle of Auburn game. And I was like, okay, I'm like, I don't care. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of historical. I like Aaron Judge, uh, even as a, you know, we're not a baseball podcast, but even as a Red Sox fan, and I respect Judge. But yeah, they popped up. And so they popped up. They're like, all right, we'll show you all the judges at bats today. Um, I don't know. It's like second quarter of the Auburn game. Everyone on Twitter lost their damn mind. They're like, if we wanted to be watching baseball, we'd be watching baseball. They didn't show another at bat. And he definitely came up to the plate in the game, and they didn't show it. So I guess one of the few times ESPN took the Twitter uh, critics and, yeah, took it to heart because you did not see Aaron Judge at bat anymore during that. Auburn game that I still just can't get over. I can say if you truly cared about that, I guarantee in 2022 there was a way to watch it. Live. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, it was on like three different channels. Yeah, so I've been trying to like. There was probably the a VR headset you could have went to Best Buy to put on and actually been at the plate, staring at him and that ball coming right down the pipe. Yeah, probably. Um, there's like a million dollar bounty out for the ball. I, I can't remember if it's this one or 62. And uh, I'm sure you haven't seen it yet, but they hit it, you know, left field, whatever. Guy hit him in the he, – he brought a glove, which don't bring a glove. Maybe an exception when there's a million-dollar ball out there, you can bring a glove. He dropped it. Dropped it into the Blue Jays' bullpen. So, like, the guys from the bullpen are just like, yeah, damn it, we're kind of obliged. Like, we can't hold it hostage for a million dollars. So, they just gave it up. But, like, that dude <laughs> – Hopefully Aaron Judge at least gives them like a signed hat or something because that that's pretty brutal. But anyways, I digress. We're a football podcast. I was just saying that would have been one of your options Monday night. Now that that's over, 
I don't remember who next night's Monday get uh 49ers Rams. So it might be a little better. But uh yeah. All right. So that was kind of a recap of last week. Again, it's it's gonna be Thursday morning for you to listen to it. You've probably heard all you need to hear about last week, even though we might dabble from time to time, hopping on on a Monday, kind of recapping some things. But for the most part, you've you've heard what you need to hear about last week. Let's hear about this coming week. Um so like I said, week four of the NFL season kicks off Thursday night. Uh, and week five of the college football season, slow down. That's uh, that's my my expert analysis here. Everything needs to slow down just a little bit, uh, moving a little too fast. I don't need to get back to the, you know, February's of the world where we're, we're out all this. Um, so a couple of Thursday night, I think only one scheduled Thursday night game, BYU and maybe Utah State. And then the South Carolina, South Carolina State game got moved because of the hurricane. That's something to keep an eye on. We will try to – I'll try to tweet out as much as I can if I find any, like, rain games. Um, but I think it was – yeah, it was your wedding, Boom. What what was your anniversary, by the way? Not that the people really care, but just for, for future reference <laughs> or for my memory here. Uh, it's in October. All right. So we – yeah, it's your wedding. NC State played Notre Dame, I think. It's like an 11 o'clock slate. Woke up. Everyone's just hung over as hell, as you should be. Um, and I remember we're sitting at some, like, brunch place, and they're showing, like, the pregame stuff. It is just like an absolute monsoon. And I think between the 10 guys there, we had, like, 20 grand on it or something. Like, I was like, everyone here take the under. Because it had still kind of not adjusted. It was, like, 39 and a half. I think the final was, like, 7 to 2 or something crazy. So, that was fun. So there, there should be some opportunity this weekend for some some rain games possible because the hurricane. Obviously, everyone stay safe. Uh, we've got the Bucks Chiefs. I just saw might move to Minneapolis. Minneapolis, yeah. If uh, if they can't get that one in on Sunday night, so there's. But you didn't know that we doubled as Jim Cantori's around here. But yeah, I didn't realize that either. That's yeah. Uh... That's pretty wild they would move that to the Viking Stadium. Yeah, I saw some rumors of uh, moving it to New England, which would be awesome because then, you know, Tampa would still kind of have their home field advantage because everyone would just show up and root for Tom Tom Brady. No, I can't do a Boston accent if it's not, you know, on the spot. <laughs> I have to, like, really – you've got a good one, but I have to, like, think about it. Um, so, yeah, all right. Thursday night, college football games, uh, Thursday and Friday, there's, there's a couple – we're going to give you one of each. So on that front, then, what is your favorite Thursday and or Friday night college football game? There's a lot of them I love, but just for the sake of uh, being the people's champ over here, I'll give the biggest one out, and that's going to be Washington minus the two and a half at UCLA. Okay. It's going to be one of the biggest games of the weekend. Can't wait to watch it. I think Washington's still uh, flying under the radar, even with some – Pretty big, high-profile games so far this year. Uh, I still love UCLA, but they've uh, they've really grinded out a couple of these games, and they they haven't played anybody yet. They could totally wake up in this game, and if they do wake up in this game, they're going to win the Pac-12. But uh, going into the game, I will have Washington minus the two and a half. Yeah, that is kind of sacrilegious of you to bet against uh, UCLA. I know I hated to do it, but you know, just. Uh, just trying to trying to spread out the wealth a little bit. I'm, okay. I'm a big hedge monster over here. Yeah. So this one public is, you know, in Washington. The money is too. So I kind of wanted to take UCLA because it's at home, but they showed a picture last weekend. There was like literally no one there. It, it's kind of bad. Like they're they're not bad. They they yeah, like you said, kind of skirted by against some average opponents, but. Um, I don't know. They're still not terrible, and still no one gives a shit about the, their games. But I'm going to take uh, Texas-San Antonio minus four and a half against Middle Tennessee. That's also on Friday night. Uh, that one I got uh, four and a half on. It, you, it opened at six. It's, it's four at other places, but it seems like four and a half kind of is the steady number as of now. So I'm going to give you UT-San Antonio minus four and a half uh, on – Friday night against yeah so I'll be on that one too. The only problem is is this weekend has 
so many potholes out there you yep. fall into and break your ankle. And this is for sure one of them. And this is probably going to start the weekend of the landslide. So I'm, I'm going to be watching very early on how some of these games are going because the four and a half right here, I guess a terrible middle Tennessee state team makes Ooh, no sense, but they just beat Miami. I think you're getting a bump on that. Um, I think they're going to, Oh, for sure. For sure. And, and you, you're, Probably right. Like I said, I will definitely be on the Roadrunners. I love them. One yeah. of my favorite teams in the country. This line should be seven and a half. I think it would have been had they ended up just losing to Miami, but somehow Miami can't get out of the way of their own selves. And Cristobal, if, if this, I'll put it this way if they leave this at four and a half and don't take it up to six by game time tomorrow, then clearly somebody knows something here. And I, that may actually make me stay off the game. It it opened at six and then went down to four and a half. And so yeah, right. Yeah. It went down to four and a half with eighty six percent of the money coming in. What's what's wrong with that? Yeah, that makes sense. Um yeah, I think I don't know. I mean, I think people flock to, to teams that they just saw beat a, a brand name. They aren't flocking to them though. I know, but somebody in tickets might or in money. Yeah, I guess you're right. But that's the only reason I took it is the public or I don't know, the differentiation in money. I don't know. Like it, you're right. It doesn't make sense. And it's not going to be, like I said, Thursday, Friday night, usually there's a couple games out there that, that look good, but I don't see much eye candy on either night. Um, I, I like, I love, I love Friday night. I almost uh, also went to the uh, two lane Houston game. Yeah. I saw that. I'm going to be all over that game. And I, on that one, I'm going to be on Tulane, even though Tune and Houston just continue to kind of make stuff happen. Tulane's a good football team. So, yeah, Tulane. I mean, I, I'll give out two Friday games. I'll, I'll be on Tulane. All right, there you go. Half there. Yeah, Tulane beat Oklahoma State. Or, no, Kansas State. Who Kansas just State. Beat Oklahoma. Hey, yeah, you know, you can't do too much transitive property in this stupid sport. But uh, Boise is another one to look out. Bachmeyer quit on his team he might call it transferring but yeah um so that that'll be some funny money there too um all right so this is a friday thursday friday night games um uh, saturday wait are we not doing the dolphins game oh yeah do you want to yeah we'll do that I was yeah gonna, let's just stay in order let's go yeah, and knock it down fair enough i was gonna do yeah so uh, i'll start us off here first of all the dolphins three and oh uh Beat the Bills last week, in case you didn't see. One of the craziest games I've ever seen. I watched, like, all of it. And after the game, and obviously I'm a big Tua guy, big Tua nine, um, you know, and I was just like, it's so weird. I was like, Tua just – it seemed like he was never out there. And they're like, oh, yeah, the Dolphins ran 39 plays. I was like, oh, okay, and they still won. But uh, the butt punt had a little bit of everything. I, I can't love the Bengals enough in this spot. I know that's probably going to surprise you a little bit, but – Thursday night at home, and you've had pretty good success over that on that over the years. Tua might not be 100%. Um, hopefully, it really is a concussion or head injury type deal, and they really are just using the back thing as an excuse. If it's an actual back injury, you're 3-0. Just sit him. Like, don't, don't risk a Thursday night. Give him an extra week, you know, the extra 10 days after this into the next game. Dude, Tua, Tua definitely got a concussion in that game. All right, well then, and I cannot believe that they put him back in there. He came out, you know, I'd fall because he had a concussion. concussion. No, I mean, like they said, like, he said came out. Them. He came out before everyone at halftime and like started running around pumping the crowd up. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'm. You That's hear fine. Guys, you can get a concussion yeah. and also still be hyped up. You hear guys talk about it. It's just like. You know, reckless as hell. NFL's worried about concussions and stuff, but like we tell guys all the time, like, hey, if you're going to hit me over the middle, hit me in the head. Don't hit me in the knees because I'd a lot rather just miss the second half than the rest of the year because you tore my ACL. Um, you know, these guys don't think about this shit long term. Um, regardless, I don't know. He, he's questionable. I think he's going to play. Apparently, Tyreek Hill has a personal vendetta against Eli Apple. I don't care. Thursday night at home, Bengals. You know, kind of get back on track. I love the Dolphins. Long term, I think the Dolphins are going to be really good this year. They they they're good on in all three phases of the game. But short week travel, everyone loves them. 
Cincinnati all the way. I'm guessing there's no way in hell you're not on Cincinnati as well. Oh, absolutely. This is yeah. uh, definitely my favorite game of the year. Ten unit game for me. Oh, um, okay. Going to take out a loan from the bank in the morning, actually, to load up on the Bengals. It just went to three and a half. Is Pretty much my checklist. To my checklist you. is totally hit on, on the Bengals in this one. It sucks, though, because I don't feel like I can bet against the Dolphins. Like, it's just – I I think I'm at that point. Like, I just bought my kid, like, a waddle, you know, onesie, if you will. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I'm a Dolphins fan, I think. And I've never had this feeling with an NFL team. Like, I'm over here thinking, like, all right, let me go hammer the Bengals. I'm like, I don't know that I can hit enter on this. Well, if you're if you're booking this game, then I'm going to hit my max with my with my buck, and I need some somewhere to put some more money. So, if you want to take the my bet at three and a half, please. Uh, I'm not booking it, no. But you can, you know, I can get you signed up with a guy. But yeah, <laughs> I just don't. I don't know if I can do it. Like, I, I can't bet against Alabama, even though I'm pretty good about picking the spots that you probably should bet against Alabama, and I still can't do it. I don't know. We'll see, you know, if I, I'll sleep on it. But regardless, Cincinnati is definitely the pick. Uh, so that's the Thursday night. So now we'll go back to Saturday. You're actually going to have some Sunday college football this week just because of the weather. No no marquee games as of now. I think Florida might have moved to Sunday, but they're playing a no one. Um, so the first one we're going to talk about is Kentucky plus seven, which I was kind of surprised to see at Ole Miss. Uh, headline out of this one, you know, you as an Auburn fan, Mike, can, you know, get your rocks going about this. Kiffin made a comment today about, you know, it's tough. Uh, I don't know exactly what he said, but, you know, to, to paraphrase it is, hey, we got a really good football team, and it's it kind of sucks. You get the team all hyped up in the locker room, and you run out like no one's there. Um, I think they'll probably be out a little more this weekend, but I've been to Oxford. The growth sucks. Like it's over. I mean, it's overrated as hell. Like, what else are you doing? Like, go to the damn games. You got a good football team. That doesn't happen very often. You got a fun football team. Lane Kiffin's awesome. Like, I, I don't know how you don't go to these games. They're wearing camo, real tree helmets this weekend, but they're not. They're like white and that powder blue. They look pretty awesome. And then I saw they were real tree. I'm like, all right, I got to take a step back just a little because that might be a little too red. <laughs> That's um, ridiculous. I didn't know they were doing that. I'll send you the helmets. The, the, the helmets are sweet, but it, you know, uh, you, you you couldn't tell it's like a camo type deal until it, you see it on like the chin strap. It says real tree. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of lame. But um, they're plus seven. Kentucky's plus seven. Ole Miss seven point favorite at home. I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, Boom. So let's let's hear it. Oh yeah, I mean, right now I'm going to be on Ole Miss eating the seven only because it makes absolutely no sense. No. Looking at the ticket count right now. It, 78% is on Kentucky, which makes all the sense in the world. I think Kentucky's a good football team and uh, one of the best teams in the SEC. But, again, Vegas doesn't make lines for their health. So, I'll be eating a seven here, especially if they don't come off seven before game time. Okay. I just sent you this helmet. So, if you are able, take a look at it. I mean, it's, it's a good-looking helmet. Um, I don't know if it's a seven-point helmet. But this is one of those games, if you put it up, and you didn't put the team names on, and you said, all right, here's the stats, here's this, here's that, oh, and this team on the right is favored by seven. Um, I would be like, that makes no sense. Give me the team on the right favored by seven. But I love Kentucky. Not necessarily in this spot, just overall. I think Stoops is, is building something. And I just, like, I think Kentucky's a better team. And... I hate that the public is all over them. I kind of feared they would be. I hate, hate, hate backing a public or betting on the same side as a public underdog. It's one of the worst things you can do in gambling. And this goes against pretty much everything, you know, I believe in. And it's probably going to come back to bite me in the ass, but I'm going to go Kentucky. Um, just well, I'm a man I, of principle and rules. And no, I no, 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 me too. Book. Totally me too. I, and I'm this is me. This is me throwing, like I said, if this were Arizona State versus Washington or something, and I had not, you know, seen a, a, a lot. Like, I'm, I've, I tweeted out the other day, like, I think I've watched every team in the country at this point for at least a quarter. But, like, I've watched a lot of Kentucky and Ole Miss, and Kentucky's a far superior team. I and agree. Just, I, I agree. Like I said, I mean, if, you told me, if you told me the Levitt kid was out for this game, then I would – kind of understand what the spread seven. Yeah, no, but he's I mean, playing, right? 
Yeah, he is. I mean, it goes against literally everything I believe in and that we've talked about, and it will come back to bite me in the ass when we talk about this next Wednesday night, more than likely. But I just, at some point... If you're going to take Kentucky, you might as well take Kentucky money line because that's where the value is going to be. Yeah, I think you're probably right, and that's probably what I'll do. But for the podcast, I'll give out the seven. Um, Just, I don't know. It Like you said, makes no sense. Hate it. And it's not the only game like that, like that this weekend, but I'm going to take them. So next up, we're going to go down to Baylor, uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines, or you know, probably around there somewhere. And uh, that's the only reference point I have against about Baylor. Um, but they're uh, they're two and a half point favorites at uh, home against Oklahoma State. Uh, you got to think that the Big 12's playoff hopes are on the line here. Uh, is Baylor going to cover the two and a half at home, dude? Um, yeah, kind of a irrelevant game. I, I most likely won't watch any of this game. Really? It's a top I'll, 15 matchup? Yeah, but it's like that random top 15 matchup that you know one of these two teams is going to end up being like ranked 21st by the end of the season. So the other one's probably going to be somewhere around the middle of the pack. Both are going to be irrelevant in the conversation when it all comes in and done. So I'll take Baylor <clears throat> minus the two. I, I do like Baylor. This year, like I've said several times, I've got them to to win the Big Twelve. Um, so this is just another step in that direction. They they yeah. look good against Iowa State. They <clears throat> didn't look great against BYU, but they probably should have won that game. And then you know nobody really has a clue what Oklahoma State is. I, I like the Sanders kid at quarterback at Oklahoma State, but he's a dude that kind of he's hard to bet on because even if they're up by twenty one, he he gets loose and rattled in the second half and can give up that 21-point yeah. lead. About if they're up minutes. by 21, Gundy rushes to put his kid in, who's the backup quarterback. Uh, <laughs> he did it against Oklahoma State the first game of the year. Um, yeah. they're, uh, they're just not going to be a team that I bet on the rest of the year. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, I like Oklahoma State. I don't like him in this spot. I think I, I'll roll with Baylor. Again, another one of these teams, long-term, I like more. But I will definitely – I'll be on Baylor's side this week. Um, home game. Yeah, I mean, it kind of sums it up. Numbers are probably favoring uh, betting on Baylor here as well. Aranda, I don't know. I mean, I think these are probably the two best coaches in the Big 12. I mean, maybe. Venables hasn't really proven much. So, yeah, I'll take these two guys. Um, I mean, I would love Aranda to be considered for the Auburn job at the end of this year. I, well, I, I think he's a great coach. At some point, these guys have to realize, like, why would you not just stay where you are where you have no expectations and you don't have to worry about your job every other year. Um, but I digress. Uh, I still, yeah, I like Baylor at home. I, I don't have, like, a great play. But I do think this, you know, if Baylor wins, this is probably the death of the Big 12 playoff hope. So, um, we'll see. We'll kind of monitor it. Maybe if Oklahoma State keeps it close and can beat Oklahoma and Bedlam and, and that kind of thing. Or maybe even Baylor, like, their only loss is on the road and over time against BYU. But I don't know. But, yeah, I think we're both going to be on Baylor here. So, uh, next up, Alabama minus 17 at Arkansas. I'd be interested to see what happens in this one if that field goal Arkansas kicked at the end of the A&M game was two and a half inches to the left instead of hitting the top of the upright. I think it's probably a 14-and-a-half point game. I kind of hate, as an Alabama fan, that Arkansas lost that game. I'd feel a lot more comfortable had they won. I don't know how much that really matters, but it seems to matter some, you know, teams being hungry because I don't say their season's over, but you have two losses before, I guess this would be the first weekend of October. You know, you might could win out and make it to the, I don't know, Outback Bowl again, but that's not really what their aspirations were, I don't think. Uh, it's my 17. I don't love a side. I'm going to take the over. Again, another one of those plays where – the public is on the over, and the money's kind of leaning towards the under. Uh, but uh, the over sixty-one. This game was forty-two to thirty-five last year. Arkansas should—that was in Tuscaloosa. Arkansas probably should have scored at least fourteen more last week. I gave out the over and absolutely loved the over in that Arkansas A&M game. They left fourteen points probably out on the field, or they would have been at thirty-five last week. A&M's defense is pretty good. Alabama's defense is good, but they'll give up some yards. Uh, go back and look at the Texas game. It was 2019, but, you know, Alabama gave up a lot of yards. Uh, kind of a bend, don't break. 
I don't know how much bending and not breaking you can do against KJ Jefferson. He might will just run you over. Um, Will Anderson, obviously best player on the field. Bryce Young, second best player on the field. I think Alabama wins the game. I don't love 17 because I think Arkansas will score one late to probably cover. If I had to, you know, gun in the back of the head, I'd probably take Arkansas just because they'll try, try and do what they can to score late. But I'm going to give out the over of 61. And again, kind of goes against what I believe in. But I still think that, I mean, I think you could see another 42 35 like you did last year. So, boom. Yeah. I mean, 70 and a half like, seems pretty egregious because Arkansas is a good team. I mean, where are they ranked right now? Are they, are I think they, probably are they 20th or, or something? Yeah. Probably 15 14 after last week. I mean, this would have yeah, been. Yeah, it's in long. Arkansas. Like, they got a pretty good crowd. Yeah, they're 20. Yeah. Yeah. This would have been yeah. game day. This would have been everything had they, you know, again, had that kick went two and a half inches to the left. Yeah. I mean, Arkansas is, an, is a good team. Uh, it was a bad spot for them last week. I, I will probably be on Arkansas at 17 and a half, but, uh, the play that I'll be doing is the first quarter over 13 and a half. Oh, okay. I like that. So giving out first quarter over 13 and a half, that's both sides, right? Yeah. Together. Yeah. Yep. All right. I'll be interested to see what the Alabama, uh, team total is and, uh, possibly could tweet that out ahead of time. So, all right, um, one more scheduled college football game. It's NC State plus six and a half at Clemson. This is the game day game. Again, Clemson needed double overtime to, or just regular overtime to beat Wake. Uh, it's a really good game. DJ Umagunga Lele. I, I can normally say this, but not, you know, go in the back of my head. Uh, Uwanga Yeah. Um, he looked a little better last week. They didn't have to go to the freshman. Um, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I was surprised to see six and a half after how that game went last week. Um, you got 70% of the money coming in on NC State, which I like. Like I would I would want to be on NC State, and I think NC State is good. But this just has a weird feeling, kind of like last week did against Wake, that Clemson's going to go up maybe 10 to nothing, and it's going to kind of be up in the air most of the game. But somehow they're going to end up winning by a touchdown. So I, I don't love the game, but if I have to take it, then I would take Clemson. Uh, this is actually one of my favorites of the weekend. I love NC State. Uh, I gave them out earlier in the year. I said they're going to make the playoff. And I circled this game. I said – their biggest test and only ranked test at the time is at Clemson. I don't think Clemson's that great. I thought Clemson's defense was supposed to be, you know, one of the best. Wake's offense is good. So don't put a ton of stock in it, giving up, what, 45, uh, 42. I don't remember what it was. But I don't know. I think they might be a little overhyped. I don't think DJ puts that back-to-back like that. Uh, NC State's defense is pretty good. I, I'm going to have some money on the, on the money line. Uh, I think Leary, though, can go in there. Yeah, make some throws against that defense. Secondary, pretty good, but not like the best. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, had them in the playoff. I think they went out right. I'll give out six and a half, but we'll have money on that big time and then have a little bit on the Yeah, match. I mean, the, the play is definitely two, 205 on the money line here if you like NC State. Yeah, I, I wish it was a little better than that. That's the only reason I don't like What I'll it. probably do is I'll probably take that NC State money line, see how the game's going. If if somehow they go up early, then I'll just hedge and, and grab Clemson at like a plus 125 or something. Yeah, probably not bad. All right, so that's our scheduled college stuff. Um, NFL, we already hit on one of them, Dolphins, Bengals. Again, this probably drops Thursday morning, so that'll be tonight. Uh, Bengals going all white. That That's going to be a good look with the white helmets. Uh, There's a big helmet podcast tonight, apparently. So uh, we got Vikings minus three versus the Saints in Jolly Old England. Uh, This one's over in London in Tottenham Stadium. That's the English accent. Again, I'm a dumb redneck from Alabama. I don't do accents very well other than the one I have. Um, So Vikings minus three versus the Saints. I'll start us off here. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings. I was on the Vikings minus six last week against the Lions. They won. They had no business winning. They did not cover. Um... I don't think the Saints are very good. The defense is good. The defense is fine. Like, it, it's been good the past couple of years. I think the Dennis Allen hire, I don't know. I think it was unimaginative. You know, just kind of promote him from D coordinator. I, I don't know. Jameis is fine. Like, he's whatever. 
but he's got four broken vertebrae in his back. Uh, you can't tell me that an eight to 10 hour flight, I don't care how private and how cush and whatever it is, like that can't be good on his back. Like you, you can only stand up so much, even if it is like a chartered or a private, I don't know what, I'm guessing they're going private, but like you, you can only stand up and walk around so much, even in that, you know, scenario. So I don't know, like if I'm again, Thoughts about this with two a minute ago. If I'm New Orleans, I look at Jameis like, hey, you're you're just staying here. We're not putting you on this plane. We're not giving up everything in our season. With the added game, you get a 17. You get an extra playoff team now. Like, I just think I, I just don't think it's a good thing for them to put him on a plane round trip. You got the bond next week. I would I would leave him in New Orleans. That's probably not good either. But uh, I'm gonna take the Vikings minus three. I think they're the better team. Still think they're pretty good. I think they'll put it together. Maybe you see Jefferson. I know Saints defense is pretty good, but he he's going to have to get back to form at some point. He's too good to be locked up like he has been the past two weeks. So I'll take Vikings minus three, uh, neutral site in London. Who you got? I'll be on the Saints. Just looking at the numbers, take on money line are egregiously off at this point. Uh, James Winston is not a good quarterback. He's hurt. Two and a half kind of makes a little bit no sense, especially after how they looked last week. Um, I think Alvin Kamara just kind of gets in the zone in this game. To be honest, I just I think the Vikings are are kind of past their their window, so to speak. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Um, I, I like I like it decent. I don't you know, but um, all right. Uh, Chiefs Bucks. We. Kind of hit on this a little bit in the open. Minus one and a half, Kansas City. It's currently scheduled to be in Tampa. Uh, but Minneapolis is the contingency plan. Should they not be able to play due to Hurricane Ian? Um, go for it. Who you got here? Yeah, hate, yeah hate, the tickets and money. Game. The <laughs> tickets and money are lopsided on this one too. But I'm just going to override that just because I think the Chiefs are – Clearly a much better team, especially with how last week in the forum, I mean, in egregious fashion. I think the Bucks are still overvalued with how they've played so far this year. I know they get Mike Evans back, but everybody else is, is still off the roster. So I'll uh, I'll eat the one and a half of the Chiefs. Yep, I'm with you. Um, I don't love it. I hate it, to be, be honest. I mean, I'll have something on it, but I don't know. It's – I mean, that's that's all I got. I mean, it's just there's nothing that I love about it. Loser, this game goes to two and two, um, which is, I mean, yeah, Tampa's probably in a better position to start two and two, just because NFC you know, South's not great, and NFC as a whole, you can you can probably go nine and eight, make the playoffs there. Their defense will carry them. Um, they'll be fine long term. I think Brady will figure it out somewhat, but I don't want to say he's showing his age because I'm not betting against Tom Brady long term. But I will say he's done. No, this year. Yeah, we. I think he's too, but I don't know. We'll see. But I'm, I'm with you. Give me the Chiefs. I guess. Yeah, just take the money line. Don't worry about the one and a half. You don't have to be sweating something stupid at the end. Um. All right. So Sunday night or Monday night, Rams plus one of the hook at the 49ers. 49ers coming off a Sunday night game. Jimmy G looked awful. Everybody rushed to be like, oh, this is why they wanted to go to Trey Lance. NFL is not that simple. Like they wanted to go to him because of the upside. In a vacuum, they're probably pretty similar right now. But, you know, Trey Lance's upside is a lot better. Jimmy G doesn't have that upside. I'm going to roll with Jimmy G at home on Monday night, though, minus one and a half. Their defense is really, really good. Uh, they've allowed, I think, 9.8 points a game or something. Yeah, their their defense has allowed 9.8 points a game, and they're one and two. Um, the Rams haven't impressed me a ton. They're two and one. They got killed on the – on the home opener against Buffalo, the Super Bowl Thursday night, you know, winter game. Uh, but they won the last two in kind of uninspiring fashion. I still think they'll be okay. They're not running anything back. I actually kind of love the 49ers here, which is weird to say. Again, it's minus one and a half. I'll probably just take the money line. But, yeah, give me give me the uh, the Niners at home. Yeah, I love San Francisco too. It's It's a great spot for them pretty much. That's all you gotta say. It's it's a great spot for them. Um, uh, yeah, the Rams 
haven't overly impressed me. It seems like they're kind of just going through the motion still. So I, I'll be all over the 49ers in this one. Yep. Same. All right. So that's the schedule stuff. Again, nothing just eye-popping in terms of games you can't wait to watch. But with the stupid college football, just the craziest thing in the world, like there's going to be some insanity and then the NFL too. So uh, that's the scheduled stuff. Now we'll get into what we like to call our vault, which is our favorite non-scheduled games of the weekend, um, college and or pro. So we got four of those, and then we'll hit our Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week. Um, boom, you've gone first the past couple weeks, so I'll go first here. Start us off with the vault. We're going to start um, – oh, that's the last one. Here we go. So we're going to start with San Jose State, minus three, playing Wyoming. Um, I've given out Wyoming a couple times. They've covered the past few weeks. Money is totally – I think it's like 54% of the tickets are on San, or Wyoming, and then like 97% of the money is on San Jose State. So I like stuff like that. Uh, one little thing I was I found in some research, Wyoming is 84th in yards per play per game – or, yeah, yards per play. It gives you an idea if your offense is moving the ball or whatever. They're 84th in yards per play, but they're 24th in points per game. So that there's too big of a gap there. You know, you should be relatively close. Um, so something's got to correct there. I think it will. Um, you know, too much of a disconnect there. So San Jose State minus three on the road in Laramie. Uh, next up, we're going to the Burt Bowl, the Burt Bielema Bowl. Uh, we're going to take Illinois plus seven at Wisconsin. I don't think Wisconsin's very good. Um, I know historically, you know, they're they're usually in the mix. They've already lost twice. Washington State, Ohio State. Uh, they're never a national contender. I don't care what people want to tell you. So the Washington State loss doesn't really matter in terms of conference stuff. Ohio State obviously does. They got killed. They were never in that game. Um, seven. Illinois has looked okay at times. I don't think they'll win. I could see this being, I don't know, twenty to seventeen. Not a fun game. Probably won't spend a second of my time watching it, but I'll take the plus seven. Uh, next up, we're going to go back to the NFL. We're going to go back to Jacksonville. We're going to take them for the third week in a row in our vault. Uh, will probably be the last week we do it. If they were playing any other team in the NFL, you probably wouldn't be getting value, but I still think you're getting a sliver of value on the road at the Eagles. Uh, it's the Peterson Bowl. We're going revenge, revenge here with Bielema and Doug Peterson. Uh, Eagles are great. Probably one of the more, if not the most complete team in the NFL. I, I love Jalen. Still don't think he can do it long term in terms of winning you a championship. Another story for another day. Uh, but six and a half on the road. I think the Jaguars are good. Um, I, you know, there's an adult in the room. They got a lot of talent. Maybe I get it to seven just to be safe, but I'll take them there. Uh, let's go back to the college game. Iowa plus 11 at uh, 11 a.m. On uh, Saturday morning, we're going to get the, the wave, the Children's Hospital wave. Um, they got Michigan at home. Michigan has played literally no one. Um, I think my high our high school has had a tougher schedule than Michigan has had thus far. Um, so they're not battle-tested. Iowa is not a fun place to play, Kinnick Stadium. They're not very good. Their defense is – or their offense is atrocious, but their defense is really good. Like, like they're actually good. We saw it a little bit last week. Again, Rutgers sucks, but their defense is good, like elite. Um, and I don't know how good Michigan's defense is. Like, we they haven't played anyone. So, I'll kind of, you know, take the 11 just to see. It's almost like a trial and error, you know, with the 11. So, give me a lot. Iowa plus 11. It's Michigan Jaguars plus six and a half against the Eagles, Illinois plus seven against Wisconsin and San Jose state minus three against Wyoming boomer. Who do you have in your vault this week? Man, I am looking at a double vault. I got eight games in front of me that I love okay. this weekend. Yeah, we'll take them. Uh, well, I don't want to give all of them out. I'll, I'll give, I'll give my four favorite off the, off the beaten path picks first okay. and then I'll I'll make some some others for you know just a little bit of extra fun and excitement. First one is Texas Tech plus the eight and a half at Kansas State. Obviously Kansas State had a huge win last week. A lot of weird stuff happened in that game. I think Oklahoma's not as good as everybody thought they were initially. Kansas State's pretty good, but Texas Tech can score. I think that they're in this game the whole time. And Texas Tech has a similar offense, I would say, to Oklahoma. Um, 
but they're they're going to be tossing it all over the place. So feel confident with even potentially a backdoor cover there. Uh, then going with Ball So Hard State plus the three and a half versus Northern Illinois. Uh, Northern Illinois coming off of a heartbreaker against Kentucky last week. I think that bleeds into this game. Um, Kansas plus the three versus Iowa State. I think Kansas is unbelievably for real this year. Love watching them. I'll definitely be watching this game. Uh, they they turned the program around. Iowa State, it's one of those weird moments for them that everybody can picture. They're playing in that day game and uh, just kind of look off and they're trailing this game the entire time. I'll be on Kansas' money line in that one. Kansas' then, money line? Or Kansas, what was it? Kansas plus three. Okay. But I'll also be on their money line. And then, uh, once again, I think I've taken these uh, these guys every week, but uh, the UConn Huskies plus the 24 at home against uh, Fresno State, which I like Fresno State. But coming off that major loss to USC, are they really going to be trying to cover this game? UConn has proved that they're not totally inept. They, they do suck, and they're one of the worst teams in the country. But they are going to be at home playing against a good opponent. And I think they will actually try maybe get 14 in this game. I think the 14 will be enough to cover the 24. Okay. And then if the SMU game happens, love SMU plus three and a half. They're playing Central Florida. I have no clue if that game's happening, where it will be played. But if it does happen, SMU. And then I hate to say it, but I will be all over Auburn plus the nine. It uh, is one of the largest home spreads that I can remember where Alabama or Georgia was not playing in the stadium on the other side. And it's an awesome spot for Auburn. I think LSU sucks. I think Chip Kelly is a terrible coach. And uh, Chip I mean, Kelly has I'll be on the – It's Brian Kelly. Yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, Chip Kelly's uh, third cousin twice removed from Hillbilly, USA. Okay. I'll be all over all of them. Plus nine. I'll also probably be on the money line. Um, I'll know relatively early if that's going to hit. But Robbie Ashford most likely is playing in this one again. I, I don't see TJ Finley being put in. But it's just one of those kind of grinded out games. I think the defense is going to be good enough to stop LSU's shitty offense. And we can still run the ball. We, we still have two awesome running backs. Offensive line's terrible. But this is one the guys will get up for. It's a 7 o'clock game at Auburn. Fan base will be super pumped up, at least for the first half. Will it, though? Oh, yeah. For this because game, for sure. Y'all are out. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, all right. So, TJ Finley, this is a business decision for him not to play? Uh, Yeah, if he doesn't want to hurt himself for a career in insurance later on down well, I mean, in life. Is I, I didn't I don't from what I understand he's not like super hurt. Yeah, I mean he. Uh, <laughs> I think he was told, "Hey, you're going to have an injury. We're going to keep you on the sidelines this weekend." All right, fair enough. So, all right, what was the SMU line again? Three and a half. All right, so you got SMU plus three and a half, Auburn plus nine, UConn plus twenty four, Kansas plus three, Ball State plus three and a half, and Texas Tech plus eight and a half. Yep. So you gave out six when the exercise required four. Whatever. It's just winners. Like, we're fine. Um, so, there you go. All right. So, you got some extra love there, which means he's got even more for you in this new segment or in this next segment here. It's our favorite segment. It's everyone's favorite segment. Uh, it's the Stone Cold Steve Austin Lock of the Week. Cue that music. <laughs> It's the sound of winners. I mean, it's the most synonymous sound with winners, maybe in the world. Um, I'm coming off of two losses in a row in this thing, so we are getting right back on track. I'm not wasting any time. I'm taking the the you know jumping the shark here and just giving it to you. We're giving the Houston Texans. Okay, it makes no sense. They're plus six. They're not very good. They're playing the Chargers. You know what? The Chargers might not be very good. They've lost a lot of guys to injury. 
they'll probably adapt. Some of the guys will be back later in the season. Um, Herbert was in that game. They were down 28. He was still playing. No idea why. Texans lost on the road to Chicago, the 2-1 and one Chicago Bears. Worst 2-1 and one team maybe in the history of football, um, but I digress. Uh, Davis Mills, whatever. He's not good. Like, he's not the answer. But it's six at home, and the Chargers are still probably getting a little too much love. Uh, people are probably buying into that that loss against Chicago too much for the, the Texans. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't make sense. I just, I'm fading them. I'm going to keep fading the Chargers for a minute, and then I'll probably be on them a little more later in the year. They're probably going to go nine and eight again, and everybody's going to make a million more excuses for Justin Herbert. And at some point, you just got to win. You got to win football games at some point in your career. So um, I'm going to take the Texans plus six at home against the Chargers. Boom. Who's your stone cold? Steve Austin, like the week. Well, I, in the, in the season of giving, uh, obviously the Bengals would be in this spot at three and a half, but I'm also giving out officially the 49ers. Do you already uh, have the 49ers? Over, over in Charlotte. Oh, okay. Charlotte 49ers getting, I believe, three, may go to three and a half before game time against UTEP at home. I uh, love the spot for Charlotte. Coming off of the Beat down. I can't get away from them. No, you can't. I can't get away from them. But uh, they looked great two weeks ago against Georgia State. And uh, UTEP coming off of a huge win against an overhyped Boise State team. It's just a great spot for Charlotte. UTEP had to – I believe – I can't remember. I think that they played at home last week. So, they had that going for them. But now going to the East Coast after a big night game against Boise State – could be a better spot. I'll be on. I'll be on the Forty Nineers money line here. All right. So Charlotte plus three and a half. Stone Cold Steve Austin log of the week. All right. Well, that does it. That wraps it up for the Fry Bets podcast, uh, week five. If uh, you can hear me, then you should be subscribed. You should be all that. All that stuff. Subscribe, rate, review. Tell your friends. That's the most important part. We got to keep spreading the word for all these free winners we're giving out. I mean, miraculous numbers on this podcast. And uh, it's all for free. And all you got to do is listen. And it's like good info and good intel. Like we're not just throwing darts at a board. Like we're giving you stuff. And we're winning when we give it to you. So just just spread the word. Um, so check us out in Deep Fried Breaks, of course, as well. Um, I don't know. Boom might have some nice uh, you know, NFT or crypto to sell you. Probably not NFT. Maybe some crypto. Not really. Um but uh yeah not yet. Heard, maybe next week maybe next maybe week yeah boom coin you know we've heard of boom coin we're going boomer coin next week um so yeah that's all we got for this week unless boomer you have any imparting wisdom to send us off into the weekend with nah we'll just see you down the road all right that does it for us and uh we'll be back next week to recap another great weekend of winners and we will see you guys then